Hello and welcome to Behind the Bearcat. This is the podcast where the Northwest Missouri State University Career Services Office chats with Northwest faculty, staff, students, alumni, and friends to hear about their career journeys, how they got to where they are, and how they became Bearcats. I'm Northwest Internship Coordinator Travis Klein. And I'm Hannah Christian, the Director of Career Services here at Northwest. And today's guest on our show... Guilherme, I'm a student here in Northwest. I'm a pre-engineering major and I'm also a career ambassador. Welcome. We kind of call you Guy. So as the 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 listeners are listening, we're yeah, actually it's saying easier, Guy. Right? It's, much, <laughs> it's much shorter so we can holler it out and about, right? True, true. So welcome. Welcome. We're thank super you, excited to have you as a guest. Let us just start with you're obviously an international student, right? How did you find Northwest? How did you get to Northwest? Back home, I started having this point of studying abroad for university in 2017. So I hired like an agency uh, to help me. And as the time goes by, the options were kind of filtering and Northwest was a good option because uh, I could have like a two years for kind of deciding my major because it's a pre-engineer. So I could make sure what engineering path I would take. And it's also like an affordable school. It's a different environment. It's different everything from where I'm from. So it was kind of challenging experience that I was like, okay, I, I can accept that. It's going to make me a better person, I guess. Like, and I mean, that was basically it, I guess. So tell, tell us where you're from. Okay. So I'm from Brazil originally. Uh, I'm from the middle of Brazil. And uh, I used to live also in the south of Brazil for like six years. So I kind of know a lot of different things in Brazil, but like, I'm pretty sure everything in Brazil is totally different than what it's here. So, <laughs> so you found Northwest yeah. and when did you, did you start this year? Because it, so if you started looking in yeah. 2017, there's a whole COVID like weirdness that went on in the middle. Yeah, Cause actually in 2017, I was planning on coming here to US playing tennis. Cause I used to play tennis. Uh, unfortunately the senior year of high school, I got an injured. So I, uh, I had to give up like the tennis thing and only come here as an with academic scholarships. But I started in 2020 at Northwest and it was kind of really, really confused because uh, it was when COVID hit and I was uh, I couldn't take my visa at the time because the embassy was closed. So I actually started online 2020 and I'm currently a sophomore because I also had to take a gap semester because as a pre-engineering uh, I couldn't take a lot of online classes. So I started 2020 online and then uh, spring 2021, I couldn't uh, attend college. I had to take the gap semester, couldn't travel. And then I, I came here August 2021. So, yeah. Wow. That's already like quite the journey just in the first two years yeah, <laughs> of like college. So you mentioned pre-engineering, you're on, you know, two-year track here, and then you transfer someone else, so somewhere else. So what's yeah. the plan for that? Like, do you know where you want to go? What you want to do yet? Yeah, I have some ideas. I feel like Florida is a good place for me because, <laughs> like I said, I'm from Brazil. So uh, if you don't know, Brazil is really, really hot. Like the weather here is the, I would say, one of the biggest challenge for me uh, here at the Midwest. And but not only for that, like Florida has 
a lot of Latin people going to Florida, especially because of the weather. So the governor of Florida offers some good scholarship for Latin people. It's also one of uh, my goals is to get as much scholarship as I can. Uh, so I have good options. They have like good engineering schools there. So uh, I'm, I'm going to try. Do you know what track of, rec- of, yeah, what type of engineering do you want to do? I want to do mechanical engineering. I was kind of sure before attending Northwest, but like now I'm I'm 100% sure. I am completely crazy about planes. I don't know why. So I'm like a kid in a toy store. It's me in the airport. So I like it a lot. So yeah, mechanical engineering. I could take like aerospace or aeronautic engineering, but I feel like mechanical engineering is more broad. So it's like a backup plan also to work on. So, yeah. So I don't think a lot of people really realize that we have this pre-engineering program. So can you kind of explain what kinds of classes you're taking here and how that maybe works a little bit? Yes, sure. Actually, it's not very common. I mean, I don't know a lot of people that has the same major as I do here. And it works basically every engineering, every field that you're going to choose, you will have to take basic classes. So like core classes. So you need to take calc, you need to take chemistry, you need to take physics and all these kind of things. And it takes a lot of time because uh, you need like go step by step because you need calc one to study physics one. You need calc one to study. So uh, it takes some time and uh, Northwest offer all this basic class. So you basically spend two years taking all these classes and then uh, you transfer and you're going to filter your classes to more specific related to what path you toward that mechanical engineering degree exactly so that's how it works here at Norfolk (laughs) so what are you hoping so you mentioned loving airplanes so do you hope to work like for Boeing or for you know airplanes or what do you want to do with the mechanical engineering Uh, like I said I chose mechanical engineering because it's a broad major so i can actually work in any field but my dream field is work with planes because i really like it you mentioned boeing it's like a dream working for boeing it's like something but i don't know yet exactly what i'm gonna do especially because i don't know if i'm gonna stay here or if i'm gonna come back to brazil uh i think all of these things gonna depend on my experience like my overall experience uh throughout the five years of studying and and in Brazil, we have like a big airplane company also, which is like, it would be like really good too. So uh, I, I I really don't know yet. <laughs> what brought you to career services? Why were you interested in being a career ambassador? Since I got here in the US, getting a job was something important for me, especially because the currency difference is kind of high compared to uh, Brazil and United States. So I really want a job. And as an international student, I can only work on campus. So um, I was trying to find uh, how I could get a job on campus. And one of the first things, one of the first events that I attended was a, a career services workshop uh, in the beginning of the fall. So I could know uh, how to get a job here. And uh, I found it really interesting. I came to career services to build my resume according to the U.S. standards because Brazilian resume is different. And I started applying for jobs on campus. I applied for uh, a couple jobs on campus and I was trying to apply for some jobs that I could see myself uh, 
playing the role. And when the career, career ambassador opportunity popped up, I was like, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure I can do that. Uh, I think I can match all the requirements and uh, I can can do a good job. So I applied. I I got it was especially for career services. I came back here to write my resume because I was like, <laughs> these guys are reading my resume. They're they going to be like <laughs> kind of harsh, I guess. And then I, I tried my best with my resume, with my interview and applied everything that you guys said in the workshop. I, I was like, I hope I can get this. And it was and then I was accepted there, you know. It was a win-win situation here. So I, I'm assuming that would also be your, you know, kind of tips and tricks, right? Of so course. It, it seems yeah. a little bit like intuitive, but we really don't see a lot of students who take advantage of our, you know, resources yeah. to then to come back and try to be hired to help other people work on resumes, right? Exactly. So like attending all the events like especially now that i'm career ambassador that i could actually work uh, on our spring events i could realize like how much opportunity you can actually get from these events it's like uh, and and not only events but career service itself so i attended some presentations of networking of social medias of resumes and stuff and i feel like People don't know how far we can get with these things because simply like networking or working on your social medias can get you opportunities. And we cannot actually, it's hard to see that if you're not into the, this environment because we talk about this every day. So for us, it seems something that it's there every time, but people don't realize. So coming to career services and going to these events and all these things helps you to notice that you can actually like maximize your opportunities just like spending one hour of your day coming to career services or one hour of your day attending some of our events so it's it's really nice what was your favorite event we're pretty much the, all the way through the spring we still have pbl palooza but what was your favorite event so far I think career day was my favorite one, especially because you can walk around in the, and it's like a really good environment. You are like chilling. You have no responsibility. Uh, you just go there and you actually talk to a lot of people and some important people that can give you opportunities and you, you really practice like deeper your networking because spin networking was really cool, but at the same time, you feel like you have more to talk, you know, it's, it's really fast. And then career day, you can actually talk to them. And sometimes uh, I was there working, but I could talk to some people for like half an hour, I would say, uh, just chatting and getting a person. So, and then you have like more than a hundred employers going there. So it's, it's really nice. You can definitely find some someone to talk to. <laughs> So you mentioned the weather being probably the biggest difference. What besides the weather? What are some other differences between you know Brazil and the U.S.? I'm sure there are, there are many of them. Yeah, there are a lot of them. A lot of them. I mean, I don't I don't even know how to start because I'll start. We eat too early. Oh my god! Yeah, that's that's one thing. So you guys have dinner like 5 p.m. No, the, the the chronological order is like breakfast and lunch, which is this, uh, basically the same. But then we have a snack or like, a, I don't know, you know, something around four. And then we have dinner like eight, seven or nine, depends on the, like everyone's routine. But I would say like eight o'clock is usually the, the dinner time. And then we have like 
not only a snack because also uh difference is uh we call like sandwiches and hamburgers this is snacks for us like and we we call like um, it's not like the right term I would say, but we call like real food which is like a piece of meat vegetable salad like some carbs which is potato or pasta or whatever so we eat this kind of food yeah both for lunch and for dinner so it's it's also like a, a difference and food in general everything is different the food tastes different totally different <laughs> what's something you miss the most i i think of course my family that's pretty standard like there's no way you don't miss them uh the food also because like i said uh i'm i'm just more used to the brazilian food i'm not saying that it's better not i think it's just a matter of being used to it and but the weather uh so like i said i come from one of the hottest city in brazil so i'm used to like 80 90 degrees 100 degrees that's fine for me but like when it goes to 30 mm-mm. <laughs> And but I also used to live at the beach. I feel I miss the beach a lot because I used to kind of hang out with my friends, just go there, play some sports, uh, just be like outdoor all the time because it's always hot. So wearing shorts everywhere. That's not something that you can actually do here during the spring semester. So <laughs> some people do, but it's not advised. Yeah, yeah but I don't I don't I, I don't advise anyone to do that because <laughs> honestly, I can't. It's a, I I used I, I need to wear like three or four layers and I'm still like <laughs> oh my god every every time you go inside you take take off layers and every time you go outside uh, add layers layers and layers and it seems like it's never enough because you're always gonna feel cold at some part <laughs> <laughs> something it's incredible <laughs> what is your favorite class that you've taken so far so I think I would say calculus too because I am a math person some uh, some people don't like but i i mean what can i do i like it a lot and talk to as being because i'm taking it right now and it has been challenging so last semester was not that challenging with calc one and chemistry i think that was pretty easy but this semester calc two it's been kind of challenging and i like when uh, i have this kind of challenge to to solve i like to solve problems i mean math it's all about solving problems so uh, I like talk to a lot, but I also I also enjoy physics. I think the the content of physics is super interesting. Uh, it's so cool, like he, uh, understanding how uh, things works. I mean, that's that's physics, I, I guess. Like the the world around us, like why the wind blows the way winds, why we have these engines, why we have lights, and how waves behave, like everything. I mean, this is so cool. I, I really <laughs> like it. But physics, is it's more like a theoretical approach of it. So it doesn't have like a lot of math. And like I said, I really like math. So I, I would pick Calc. <laughs> so we mentioned, you know, using the career services to get a job at career services. What other advice do you have for international students? Maybe folks who are thinking about coming in or thinking about studying in another country. What advice would you give them as someone who's been successful and gone through it? I think preparation is the key. I think if you can give yourself some time to be prepared, you should. Don't try to rush. Uh, I think rushing can cause you a lot of problems. And I something that I actually struggle and I could realize that it was good. It was like studying about the, the differences. 
because the process of getting into college in Brazil is totally different and I'm pretty sure in the other countries they are too and I hired an agency to help me but even though you have a person helping you it's really good for you to understand how the process uh, where you're applying works so I would say for the person if he has like some Uh, university that you're aiming just go over the website and read everything that you can and especially if you because uh, I, I it happened to me I was uh, some terms in English I didn't know in the website so you need to know like how what what they call the things and make sure you understand it completely so I think preparation is the key and after that it's it's like a flow it just goes and you you're gonna Uh, you're gonna succeed in what you're trying to do but if you don't have like this preparation if you don't have like this background it's gonna be really hard uh, and I mean yeah, and you also need to be brave I would say try to focus on what you want don't try to be affected by like outside things focus on what you want and and go for it you know speaking of you know like terms that you didn't understand on the website how long did you study English or how long have you known English? Tell, tell us about your English language learning experience. Okay. Yeah. That was actually really tough for me. Like I said, I'm a math person. So usually, <laughs> usually we are not good at two things or it's either math or language. Like <laughs> uh, if, if you are, congrats, because this is really hard. But And I'm a math person. So I started studying English when I was nine, I would say. Uh, and in Brazil, we have like English schools because school, uh, the English that uh, they taught us in school is not really good. So you actually need to pay like extra money for English. Uh, but I was really young and I stood until I was 13, I guess. I learned some vocabulary, like how English sounds because you have like this feeling. Mm, it sounds right. I had that. And I knew a lot of words, but uh, I didn't know anything about grammar at all. Like my grammar was not good. And I stopped uh, studying English when I was 13 because I didn't like it. Uh, like I said, it's, it's just my nature. <laughs> And then, <laughs> but then in 2017, when this opportunity of coming here appeared to me, I was, I was like, I need to study English. And I need to take tests like TOEFL and SAT to come here. So I decided to start studying. And for two years, I was like, I just need to study for these tests. I don't actually need like study English. I would say I'm not I like the conversational English because I need to pass the test first. And after that, I'm going to be concerned about talking. So I was studying for these tests and I thought I could do it by myself, but I didn't realize that I couldn't because my scores weren't increasing. Uh, so I, when I was 18, I hired a personal teacher to, to help me. And then I could get all the, score, the scores that I need. And I actually uh, started improving my uh, talking along with my grammar and everything. So, uh, but it was not easy. I need to be honest. That was one of the, I, I think it was like the biggest academic challenge I've ever had learning English. Because like I said, I am not good with grammar, I'm not good with language, like I struggle a little bit. And then uh, it, it took me a lot, some time to learn it, to understand a lot of things, especially understanding that uh, the way people uh, in other countries, they communicate different. So English is a tool, but it's not the same tool as Portuguese, just translating. It's That's not how it works. Uh, you guys 
think different when using words and you use words in a different way. Uh, so when I, uh, I understood that I could uh, easily uh, getting better at English and, and come here, right? Hmm. I, I think people who have never had or tried to learn another language, because I would say I would have put myself in your shoes, right? I went to Mexico and learned Spanish and it was difficult and my brain hurt all the time. <laughs> <It does. laughs> um, but understanding, I think that's a really good key insight, understanding that just because you know English doesn't, it's a tool. It's not communication itself. There are lots of other ways to communicate other than, you know, I was like, eh, eh, eh. I pointed a lot and used a lot of hand gestures to try to communicate, right? Because I didn't have maybe the words. So I think that's a really interesting, uh, really interesting piece of insight. It, it Exactly like I said, you, you're going to find a way to communicate. And then when you realize that the way you communicate is different uh, from one language to uh, another language, it, it you can start like, putting yourself in the other people's shoes and say, oh, they see this word like this. So that's how I'm going to use this. And you're kind of like, mm, this makes sense. And you sometimes you're going to say, no, this doesn't make sense at all. <laughs> it's like, this. Uh, I can't believe you guys. But, you know, you, you learn, you learn, you simply learn. So you have to help students with their resumes. So this is also a great English language sort of like challenge, because yes, as you said before, resumes in different countries are different and then you're speaking in a different language maybe even to someone from a completely different country who maybe english is also not their first language exactly. so talk about as a career ambassador has it helped your communication skills and if oh, so how definitely it definitely helps your communication skills because every time you want to be prepared to give the best feedback you can so you need to understand the terms and everything that you want to pass and then you need to make sure you're like saying in a way that people will understand so like you said sometimes we receive international people it's even harder because you're like used to what americans would say and then you're like mm, maybe this person won't understand what i'm trying to say right now so you're trying to uh, communicate different and then it definitely helped like my communication skills i also give tours here uh, i give one presentation as well so you're like uh, challenging yourself to say in a way that everyone's going to understand. And, and it's always like a, a, a exercise, a practice for your English, for your communicating. So it's a practice for our English as well. And English is our first language. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> anything else? Yeah. Anything else you would share with a student or um, with anybody? Maybe any wise words? I think everyone is uh, wise words, right? Everyone is capable of doing what you want to. If you at some point thought that you can do it, it's because you can do it. So, I mean, you should go for it. You should try your best and try always to focus on what you want. I think that was the key for me to come here. That was the key for keeping me here, like keeping studying and everything, because this is a challenging, like, I, I feel like I can say for every international student, it's not easy for, for us to change it, like totally our culture, our environment, uh, leave our family and all this kind of uh, comfortable, like break this comfortable zones that we used to. Uh, it's not easy, but like I said, if you focus, if you uh, have this in mind, if you set this properly, you can uh, definitely do it. And I also, you don't need to do it 
by your own. So you have uh, like different ways for you to get some help. And career service is one of this, this tools, one of this help. So everyone is like seeking for a job after graduation and all this kind of thing. So career services is the right place for, uh, for you to come and get some help uh, because everyone here is fully prepared to help you in every career issue. So if you come here, you I'm, I'm pretty sure you're going to uh, be one step ahead uh, of the other people to, to have a, a best chance, you know? Awesome. Yeah. Excellent. That was great advice. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much. Thank you guys. <laughs> for inviting me. Well, that will do it for another episode of Behind the Bearcat, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye.